Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Oh, it's my favourite time of the week. It's Darling Download time and I am Sam Highland. I have my offside Chris Nelson here. Chris O, I am back. Oh, I'm back. It's about time. I hurt the neck <laughs> and uh, I had to have last week off. Yeah. Uh, I heard, right? I, I heard that you and Cohen and JD absolutely starred last week. We did. Week. But firstly, are you okay? I'm all good. You're I'm all, right? all good. You I fit? Uh, have had a protruding disc in the C7 in my neck, which Sounds I think... Sounds painful. Uh, yeah, it was, was not ideal. But we are back on track. Thank you to Dr. Norman Maher and uh, those at the Wesley Hospital. Uh and hopefully we don't have to go through all that again. But uh, no, looking forward to uh, looking forward to uh, the Darling Download today, where we are going to chat to Graham Shu uh, from Gundawindi. Um, yeah, he's a good man who uh, has a, has a uh, has run tours, racing tours, and all sorts of tours uh, from his travel business. Uh, he's been the mayor of Gundawindi. He's a bookmaker. Uh, he's just. He's the man about he's, town. He's one of those country town local legends, isn't he? Exactly. He's done everything and everyone would know him. And yeah, he'd be everyone's friend. We're going to have a good chat to, to Graham uh, and he's going to tell us about his upcoming tours. And uh, obviously they're celebrating uh, Gun Sind uh, yep. in, in, on weekend in April and uh, that which coincides with their uh, cup meeting. So that will be uh, great to catch up with Graham. Alicia Donald is a jockey that... Uh, has got a few rides for Toowoomba trainers this week at the Gold Coast. She's been in great form. Uh, she's apprenticed to the Richardsons uh, up there at Gympie. They do a great job with their horses. And, yeah, I think we'll hear more of Alicia Donald in uh, in the coming months, Chris. I'm certain we will. I'm certain. We will chat to JD uh, for his tips. And he was in hot form last week. Well, yeah, I didn't write them down, of course, because that's what I usually do or don't do. <laughs> And uh, he tells us he got a couple of winners. I'm sure I did too, but I can't remember what they were. What about my tips? What were your tips? I had a few. <laughs> you can tip your hat. <laughs> and but you did a good job, Cohen. You're a, you're a very able co-host. Chris Nelson, uh, we must congratulate you on the uh, Leviathan owner up oh. here in, in Bris Vegas. With, the audio? Uh, the winner, April in Augusta. The back to Yasmin, back second last and White River, a length and a half away. So April in Augusta by a neck here. Second big sky country, 4.50 left to run. Third, the outside has been wide though. Phosphor Bronze going four there is Pureza. The inside better be naughty right towards the outside. Russian sub, 300 metres left to run. It's April in Augusta here by length and a half now. Big sky country is second. The inside coming through, better be naughty. And Pureza's on the outside. It's April in Augusta with 100 metres left to to go in front, trying hard is a better be naughty with Big Sky Country, but it's April in Augusta, too good to win by length and a quarter. Far Second too good, too. Ah, uh, he's had that on replay. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's been going uh, numerous times around the clock, and uh, <laughs> he was there front and centre to lead it back into the yes. yard. He was kicking his heels up, and he was going, "I told you so. Yeah, I, I, I told, told you so. It was going to win one day, yeah. Gatton, but it happened uh, <laughs> today." He put in his email when he asked me to clip it up. He's like, "This one definitely." They will be played. <laughs> oh, no, you got the wrong person. I would never do that, Cohen. You're making that up, surely. Nah. Exciting times. It is exciting. It's. Uh, no, it's I've good. only owned one horse in a small percentage, and 
Those winnings, Sammy, they're going to get ploughed into a few more. Uh, good. I'm going good. to become a Lloyd Williams. Yeah, that's what we need. Well, you all start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. You know? it's, uh, it all starts somewhere, and this is it for you. April in Augusta. It's one yeah. horse that uh, – uh, well, I, Lloyd Williams' first winner was Cautious Sue, yep. and uh, it ended up winning a Navy Day handicap. I remember uh, the pictures on the wall in my dad's office, and uh, he said – that was worth a bit to us. That was worth oh, a bit to us. That's all you need. And that's what started. Uh, that's what started. Cautious Sue started the passion for Lloyd Williams. got to start somewhere. Way back then. But we're going to find some winners today. That's for sure. Let's take a quick break. And uh, on the other side, we'll have a chat to Graham Shue. A really interesting chat. And uh, we'll see what uh, Graham's got on offer from the Gunsins tour team. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. And Chris, oh, you know that I can find new guests uh, for our show, The Darling Download. And this one's... Uh, this one's well, left field. It is a bit left field. We're going a little bit uh, south of, like of The Darling Download and uh, or The Darling Downs, down to Gundawindi and... Graham Shue, he is just the man about town. He's been the mayor, he's the bookmaker, he's the... Well, you just missed the gun to Wendy, aren't you, uh, Graham? Would, would that be fair to say? Oh, it might have been one time, but it's a little bit... We're getting a little bit older now, but it's, it's a, a great place to be representing, that's for sure, no doubt. So how long were you the mayor there for, Graham? Twelve years. When did you finish? And, uh, eight years on the council before that. Yeah, so. so when was your last year of being mayor? Uh, it was two years ago. Okay. So I've, just been, I've been retired out of that for two years and just I retired out of that into the COVID thing and into the uh, and retired back into the travel centre, which I've had for 35 years, and that wasn't the smartest move at the time either. Uh. But uh, anyhow, we're over that now and we're up and, uh, up and flying again. And Guns In Tours is uh, what you're all about. And and, uh, and then we can touch on Guns In. You've got a weekend uh, uh, in the town uh, for, for, for celebrating Guns In uh, also. But, but you've got this pub tour on offer and uh, Brett Moody's involved. Uh, we've had Brett on Punters Mate a few times, haven't we, yep, Chris? We have. Uh, he's a great man. And, and this is, uh, well, tell us about the great Southwest Queensland pub tour. Okay, Sam. Well, how it came to be, as you, as you mentioned earlier, I'm a country bookmaker. I don't normally feel that quite out that far, but I did go for a bit of a trip after you know during the COVID period. And um, and although I've been travelling through it all that time, I didn't realise just how much there was to offer out on on these tours. So I went out and saw you know Crockett to David Power and, and and spoke to Brett Moody and all those. And I went and saw some of these fantastic old pubs and realised what a great story they had to tell. So I decided to put this tour together and it'll start at the Gold Coast, travel up to Brisbane, Toowoomba and come out and have a night here in Gundawindi. And then we go on to the famous hotels like the Nindy Gully Hotel, which uh, is renowned for its massive burgers and out to Bolland. Ooh. And have two nights in Kunnamulla, which is the home of Brett Murdy. That's where he was coming from. And, of course, it's right beside Wyandra where Peter was, with their cousins, of course. And we have two nights there. And then we go along and have two nights in Charleville. And hopefully, they've had a lot of trouble out there. I'm not aware of it with their track and it hasn't been opened. They haven't raced for a long time and the town's really missed it. So we're going to coincide with the running of their new market handicap. I'll have a day at the races out there. 
and Brett will be calling those races and uh, we'll go there and then come back down and on our way home to be way back to business so we stop in Roma for the night and uh, pubs like the Muckadilla Hotel while we're in Charleville we'll get to the Coronis Hotel which is famous for uh, it, it, it once in its heyday when the shearing time was about had the longest uh, public bar in Australia it's a little bit shorter now but it is heritage listed and uh, so yeah I, I just thought it was a great thing I put it together and I, I said well I'll, I'll do this we were supposed to do it last year and of course COVID caught up so I had to cancel it and we've cancelled it and put it on this year moved it back a week so it coincides with the Charleville New Market and we'll stop at the Wyanda pub as well on the way through and uh, and depending on how we how the coach goes getting in there's an old Wyanda race course that they don't race at anymore but we'll try and get into that so it's a mixture of racing and historic pub tours uh, and of course while we're in Gundawindi I'll be able to give people a bit of a spiel on the mighty grey of the gun scene which as you said 50 years ago Sam on that weekend in April since Gunsin last started in a race. So time gets by, you know, and uh, we'll get doing all those things. So well, there will be a bit of um, bit of history and a bit of travel. It's not just all day, every day in the pub. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> not that that's well, a bad thing. 15, 15 years ago, it would have been a different type of tool, but now that, I, now, that I, now that I've slowed down a little bit and... Uh, Actually, don't drink at all anymore. But anyway, that's beside the point. I've, I've got plenty of it in my first 50 odd years. And um, uh, no, there is history because, you know, like Charleville itself is quite a historic town. Um, like David Power, the bookmaker out there and a well renowned local fellow, was telling me that his grandfather in the shearing days had shearing camps all over, over the site. And in one season, he employed. 1,000 different shearers from uh, like from Longreach down to the border. So imagine doing the payrolls and all that sort of thing back in those days. And and the war, during the war year, they had 6,000 American soldiers uh, stationed in Charlotte. That's more than the town you know, is, is today. So, you know, there's a lot, a lot of history. The Muckadilla Hotel is another one that's got a fair bit of history. When we get to Roma uh, on the Monday, we're going to do a, a sale yards tour. And the tour includes, Roma is now the largest uh, livestock uh, selling centre in, in, well, in Australia at the moment. And so there won't be a sale on that day, but they've got a, a, a Hall of Fame and a memorabilia type area there, so you can see all that. So, yeah, there's plenty to see and do. There's no doubt about that. And as I said, it starts at the Gold Coast, picks up all. And then while you're at Gundawindi here, you'll see the guns in story. And also the silos at Yalabin. There's a, a massive uh, grain corp silo set up in Yalabin, which is a major tourist attraction. So it, it is, it's a wonderful thing, I think. It, um, and uh, the tour is half full already, and we've only just started to come back from Christmas now. And, uh, and you know, Brett himself, as you just said, you've had him on the show there before, and you know, he's a very, very accomplished race caller. You know, he's probably above the average country race caller up here and a hell of a nice fella so he's coming on the tour with us the whole way and and in particular Canamala and Charlie well he'll be able to tell you more stories about it than we could ever make up. So Graham Doug you know you know plenty about pubs and I know uh, as you say you, you don't have a drink uh, so much now but uh, I, I can 
I can say that uh, it's the first place I met you. You uh, frequently go to, when you're in Melbourne, uh, head down to the Lewis family's Emerald Hotel, and that's where I first met you. And it's uh, they, these tours have been something that you've been very passionate about, and, and they're so successful. They're, they're fa- fantastic things. Yeah, yeah, well, we've had I've had a good run at the tour. You know, I, I started them off... Uh, with a Melbourne Cup tour, twenty. I'm doing another Melbourne Cup tour this year, and um, I started them off with a great mate of mine, old Pat O'Shea, who unfortunately passed away. And um, we started off with 17 that first year, uh, 29 years ago, or 31 years ago, because we missed two, but 29 tours ago. And last year we had 114, and and, and this year I'm just doing the, the brochure up there now. Already I've got 80 booked to, to go on the tour again this year. And it was a great time. We we, we highlight them making it uh, not too um, demanding and people enjoying themselves. And as you said, you know, you couldn't help yourself but when you get out to the, to the Emerald, could you have been enjoying the time out there? And uh, back in the early days, you might not quite remember so much coming home on that tram. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it was, but I think it was the company that we were keeping over there was the problem. I don't think that it wasn't. <laughs> We, we had a lot of fun, and I like to try and get inclusive, and I've had great support. And people like Peter Murdy has been a great great help for me in the south there, and we've always had a guest at the luncheon. I know you came along yourself there once, and uh, I just like to make it something that people would enjoy, and I like to keep it affordable. And I think this tour at $23.99, twin chair for a week, with all your combination and all your meals and all your entry, I think that is an affordable thing. And I, I just like to look after the passengers and, and, and do it as a personal one-on-one. And, and my partner, Coral, I'll show you, he's got the Royal Hotel here in Gundawindi now, comes with me and assists with the big number that we get. And, uh, yeah, if you can keep people happy, that's the name of the game. And, and they're all similar-minded. Racing is a great thing. There's no doubt about it. The, the carnivals in Melbourne are great. This is going to be a very different side. We'll be under a tent and having beers out and, and, and cold meat and salad, I'd say, for lunches out there. But the hospitality in Charleville and these country towns where we only have once-a-year meetings, uh, a lot of them, uh, is fantastic, and I'm sure people are going to enjoy it. Graham, uh, accommodation you mentioned is covered. Is that in some of those particular pubs? Uh, yeah, yeah, some of them they are. We're not, in... Uh, in Gundamundi, we'll say, well, sorry, we've got to stay in two different places because accommodation in the West is, is very sparse now. Ever since COVID and the airline debacle that's been, been created, uh, road transport is very, very, um, very prominent now. And most of these places are very, very hard to get in. So we stay in two places. So in Gundamundi, we'll stay at the Royal Hotel and the Border Motel. While we're in Charleville, we're staying in the Club Boutique Hotel, which is a, a very nice hotel, and the Warrego Hotel in Charleville. And when we get to... Uh, in Cunnamulla, I should say. And when we get to Charleville, we're staying at the Rocks Hotel and the Warrego Hotel there by the same token. And then back at Roma, we stay at the Club Hotel, which will be all at the one. But um, and, and the meals are all included. And the good old country meals, you know, yeah. they're not flash restaurant meals, but they're very, very good. And, yeah, they will enjoy that. And I'm sure that they'll be embraced by the local people when they get there as well. Tell us about the weekend in April. You've got uh, for, for celebrating Gunsind and Gundawindi. 
Yeah, well, that's that's a weekend that sort of came up upon us. We normally have our cup meeting in September each year, but last year it was washed out because of the rain, and uh, so we, we chose a, a date of the uh, 29th of April, which actually coincides with our local Gundawindi show here. But um, what I didn't quite realise at the time, and I, I was thinking of it afterwards, I was geez, the years are getting on with guns. And so I went down to the statue and had a look, and this is part of history that I've been talking to a lot, a lot of people about that you just seem to forget. On the 28th of April, 1973, which is exactly 50 years ago to the day, on the Friday night, we're going to have a dinner and, and salute because that was the last date that Gunson started in the Queen Elizabeth States uh, in Sydney. So 50 years ago since Gunson last race. And, you know, it, whilst I wasn't in town at that time, it, it's, it's a significant part, and uh, he was beaten by Apollo 11 that day. And um, so we decided to put a dinner together, and that was the first part of the problem. I'm still having a few problems with it because uh, 50 years ago, there's quite a few of them not around. Like uh, there was four owners of the horse, Young Singh, they're all deceased. They had two trainers, and Bill Willow and um, and T.J. Smith, of which they're both deceased. There was nine successful jockeys, and I believe six of those nine are deceased. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're just having a, a, a bit of a go run through uh, to find out who can come and, and be our guest speaker. One of the guests I have got coming it was the original course photographer, Alan Peach, uh, who was the course photographer for 30 years at Durham and Eagle Farm. So he's coming along to the event and uh, I, I'd contacted Kevin Langby who was uh, he, he was the most uh, the second most successful jockey Roy Higgins won nine races on him and Langby rode one seven and you wouldn't believe it on the 29th of April he booked in for surgery to go in that day so yeah. he, he possibly can't make it unless we can come up with a lead yet and We'll bring uh, Richard Branson or someone to see if he's <laughs> flying up here. Or he could have the operation uh, up there. <laughs> well, well you know, I, think, I think he's been trying to get in for a while. But uh, as Sammy knows, I'm not afraid to ask, so I will ask him, uh, <laughs> Branson, and see if he's an answer, but we'll get to that. And then, quite ironically, the next day is our Gundawindi Cup. We'll have our local races out here. And as it turns out, on the 29th of April, 1983, Gunson actually died. At, uh, so it's 40 years to the day of the races that marked his um, uh, his passing. And so it's quite a memorable weekend. We've got a, a, a great hall of fame out here and uh, for a country area that's, uh, that's really um, worthwhile seeing. So it's a great visitor attraction, and I know uh, Roy Higgins' family, or Roy came here a couple of times uh, and, and looked over it, and he, um, his family came up and looked through it, and they were quite impressed. And I don't know if you, if you night, I think, when you came through and it wasn't open, Sam, I don't think you've been there yet. But it's, it, it's a great thing, and, and it's all part of history. And, and of course, uh, Yunsin went to stud down at, um, at Kiora Stud, and that's where he passed away, and he's actually buried beside Baguette, who was the horse that beat him in the Golden Slipper. So, you know, wow. all these little things all, all tie in. And, you know, as you get on a bit, you, you just appreciate the fact that you're still here and you can remember the great feats because uh, Racing Queensland have got right behind this and um, they've done a history 
a comparison up, and he won two hundred eighty thousand nine hundred and something dollars when he was racing, when he finished racing in nineteen seventy three, and they've done a comparison which we'll put into a booklet this year. And had he have uh, had he have won those comparative races this racing season, it would have been sixteen point eight million. So um, you know, it's, it's quite a deal different, isn't it? Um, and it just shows where racing has gone to, where it's come from. He's the only horse that's won on every uh, major eastern seaboard track, that I, uh, to my knowledge, and he won every major mile race in one year, which I don't think any other horses done either. So, um, and you know, we've had plenty of great champions, haven't we, since you know? And, uh, but I just wonder if they all, if all of those will be remembered like Gunson is 50 years on. And, uh, so it's going to be a big weekend for the town, part of the show as well. So, you know, the Agriculture Society have got their show on that weekend. So it's going to be a big weekend. That's 28, 29 April, and we're just finalising details. Haven't got everything together finally for that. But uh, we will get it all together and go from there. But first of all, we get to Charleville and, and, and go through that. And as long as I don't break out in the drink again, we're, 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 we're still going and... Uh, and uh, and then go on to Melbourne again later on for the Cox Plate Melbourne Cup this year. Get around guns into us, yeah. uh, Graham. It's been fantastic having you as a guest uh, on the Darling Downlow. And uh, if you're going through Gundawindi, uh, it's a great town. I've it been is. there numerous times. And, and make sure you get to Coral's Pub, the Royal. It's it's a beauty, beautiful feed. And it's just so much history there. And, and it's uh so good that you, you're so proud of, of it, Graham. Thanks for coming on the Darling Download. Yeah, that's good. Thank, thank you for your time. Any, any of that information is on a website, gundawindytravel.com. You can just Google that and it will come up. So all of those details of all those trips, uh, not the guns in weekend, but th- that'll be on there later on. But thank you very much for your time, mate. All the very best. And we'll, uh, we'll be in touch and let you know how things get going. Good on Fantastic. you. Happy Thanks, hunting. We'll go for a quick break now and we'll come back on the other side. We're going to have a chat to Alicia Donald. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. And Chris, so Alicia Donald yeah. is a name that has been bobbing up in the form guide uh, a bit closer to Brisbane uh, of yes. late, I've noticed. And she's got some good rides at the Gold Coast. Well, she's got a few rides at the Gold Coast this Saturday on the Bully Track. But she's in, been in great form. Alicia, welcome to the Darling Download. Hey, how are you? Really good. good. Tell us the Alicia Donald story and where it all started for you and how how you got into to being a jockey. Um, pretty well started. I always wanted to be most. My parents were both jockeys, but they pretty well said I wasn't allowed to. Um, <laughs> and then I turned 18 and I said, well, you can't really tell me what to do anymore. Um, Sounds so like I went daughter. and did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's been pretty good. I just started riding work in Rockhampton with Tim Cook and Tom Button to start with. And yeah, just went ahead with it there. Okay. Now you're based at Gympie. With Glenn Richardson? Yeah. yeah. And how do you find that? You enjoying that? He's not listening. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it there. It's um it's really good. They're really good people. Um Glenn's really good with form. Hannah's really good with form. They help me a lot. They um do everything they can to help me, so it's probably a big bonus. Um but coming yeah, coming down this way from Rockhampton's been a big change. 
In but what, probably for the best, really. In what way? Um, just a bit more opportunity. You can go to trials a few more times down here. Different, um, different trials down here. More trainers, more opportunity, and um, just get seen a little bit more. And looking at um, looking at your record, you, you seem to have had most rides in Mackay. Yeah, I've got a pretty good strike rate in Mackay. Yeah. It's a really good track to ride at. Um, I really enjoy it. It's a good all weather track too. It never gets too hard, never gets too soft, and um, most horses actually go well there. Yeah, well, they they relayed that turf there at Mackay a few years ago. It used to be a just a full on leaders track, but when they relayed the turf, uh, I think every horse sort of gets its chance now. Yeah, no, it does. It's a really good track. Um, but you can get rain right before the race, and it yep. dries out pretty quickly. Um, most horses get a good opportunity in each race there. It's a wonder, Sammy, that when you get courses like that, Mackay, they don't use them as a template for when they're building other courses. Yeah. What? Well, and they go off in another tangent altogether. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's funny. As, you know, gee, I could name a few down south in yeah. uh, Victoria that uh, have been a bit of a nightmare. Uh, Seymour, that's one that comes to mind. It's a great racetrack, but, uh, gee, it's been out of action for a long time, so hopefully they get things back on track. I, I think that they're probably the key to uh, tracks up here is the the climate is is a lot better for growing grass and having, yeah. uh, you know, having um, tracks get over race meetings, you know what I mean? I think uh, they can they can recover from, from seven or eight race card, and that, I think down home in Victoria that some of those tracks get smashed to bits with eight and nine, ten race cards. And, and then, we, you know, we don't have the climate that, where the tracks recover so well. But it's definitely a positive up here. And uh, I would imagine uh, you can get a hot day at Gympie, Alicia. Huh. Yeah, you can. It um, can get very hot down there, very muggy and steamy. Yesterday would have been a warm one, that's for sure. Yes, it was actually. <laughs> how, how, how do you go about uh, rounding up your rides? Have you got a manager? Uh, no, Glenn and I kind of do them ourselves at the moment, just until I get to my provincial. Um, but we seem to be getting a few good rides at the moment on our own, so we're kind of keeping it that way at the moment. Now, you have ridden out a lot of tracks, uh, and we yeah. did touch on Mackay. Is Mackay your favourite? I was guessing it is. Yeah, it is my favourite track. Have you got a least favourite? Oh, yeah, probably Texas, where I went the other day. Texas. You've had three rides there and haven't ridden a winner, so that's fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I, I wouldn't have said they'd – I wouldn't say they'd – they probably don't race a lot there at Texas, do they? I think it's only once a year they race there. It's just a little bush meeting. That's enough, you, right? you were lucky enough to turn up and bag a few round. <laughs> yeah. Next year you'll be busy that day. <laughs> I think so, yeah. It wasn't my favourite. <laughs> so you've got some, uh, you got a few rides at the Gold Coast on Saturday. And, of course, this is the poly meeting. Uh, we've got, uh, we're all about Toowoomba racing, but uh, we haven't got a meeting in Toowoomba this week, so we thought we'd focus on uh, the Gold Coast, and you've got a few rides for uh, Toowoomba trainers there. Um, and the poly track is—is is this your first time uh, on a poly track? I've rode at the Sunny Coast Poly before, but what I've heard from it's a bit different to the Sunny Coast Poly. I haven't had even trialed on the Gold Coast Poly yet, so it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. All right, what have you heard? Oh, I just heard it's a little bit stickier. Ah. Um, they're more kickback. 
um, when they tried on it the other day. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what it's like race day. Well, that means jump, handlebars down, just go go like a cut cat. Well, it's either that or you just go yeah. wide and just avoid the kickback. It, it seems they seem to Pretty race that way. Yeah, if, you don't go, they? if you go wide, you cover ground though. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to matter on those poly tracks. Oh, the really? main thing is, I, well, from what I see, is it doesn't matter. You're either I had days where you go to the front, as you say, Sammy, handlebars down, you just keep going. <laughs> And just burn everyone off. Or other days, they'll sit three, four, five wide. Yep. But as long as they're not getting the kick, it's like American racing. They yeah, can right. sit wide. It okay. doesn't matter. As long as they don't get anything back in their face. Does that sound about right, Alicia? Or am I talking through my tips? Yeah. To the no, it's a, it's a very momentum track. Yeah. The poly tracks. You That's can't the really stop and start on them. Now, um, you kick so off yeah. oh, you kick off the day we're in race one with Mashani Mystique for Les Russ. This will be fit. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it actually will go all right compared to I'm Pinker. I think that's probably the only threat in the race. Well, you tipping that scare, yeah, Sam? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tipping I'm Pinker. It's a it's a flying machine. It's a flying machine. Oh well, you hit. Is that is, is that a fair call? Yeah. Righto. Uh, race two, you're riding Moschini for Dale Groves to a trainer. Yeah, hopefully it goes all right. Sometimes it can be a bit funny and the jump. I haven't rode him yet, but just I've been in the same races as him. It can be a bit funny, but hopefully during barrier one, he'll go in late. He um, just jumps and runs, I hope. No weight on his back, too. He gets in with 51, so that'll be ideal. Yeah, I'm just looking for Alicia's next ride. My computer just had a slight uh, malfunction. Not operator error. Uh, your next ride comes up, Alicia, in... Race number four, and it's scratched, so it's not running. So race six, <laughs> see for yourself for Corey and Kylie Gearan. Yeah, again, she gets in with barely any weight, which would be really good. She's in really good form, though, in there. Um, she, I've only had two rides on her, but they've been on wet, and she's not the most wet tracker, so hopefully she enjoys the poly a bit more. We've had Corey on the show a few times, Sammy, haven't we? He's a terrific we have. guy. We have had him on uh, a few times. And, and see for yourself, as you say, it's been in really good form. And uh, it'll be interesting to – well, clearly, uh, obviously, if it's not effective in the in at its best in the wet, you would imagine getting on the poly is going to be a big bonus here. Yeah, definitely, I think. And a good gate, too. So hopefully – she stays in her form. You've ridden uh, on poly track, Sammy? I have. Uh, well, I not. I have not the poly track uh, as such. I rode. Would you believe? Um, it's an interesting, uh, interesting stat. I was the first one to fall on the thorough track at Geelong. <laughs> thorough so, track. It was one of my. It was one of my strengths falling. And <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. Had, had, it wasn't my fault that day. The horse broke its leg. But I never forget hitting the ground just. Eating the thorough track, getting up and going, geez, that's hard. That really? Is hard. Oh. Harder so, than grass. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's considerably harder than grass. Okay. No doubt about that. Now, you race seven, uh, the Martin Collins benchmark, and Martin Collins is the man that builds the poly tracks. Uh, the, you're riding Venomous, another for the Guerin camp. Yeah, look, he's a bit of an old veteran horse, but. He'll get back, so it'll be interesting to see how the horses get back on the poly track with him because he hasn't got much speed, but he needs to run. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure how he'll handle that, especially 2,000 metres, uh, 1,900 second up. So it'll be interesting how he goes on that. Getting back in the field, is he the sort of horse that you can build a bit of momentum with? 
you've, yeah, you've kind of got to with him. He, he doesn't jump as quick at him for pretty well the whole race. You've just got to ride him yeah. the whole way. He's um, pretty lazy. You earn your money there. Yeah, he makes it. He makes you work hard for it. So, Alicia, out of your full rides at the Gold Coast on Saturday, what can we have the house on? Uh, I really like Les Ross's horse, the Mashani Mystique. Right, um, I think I think it'll go all right. Good, uh, good push there. Well, thanks very much for joining us this morning on the Darling Download, and best of luck for the weekend. Awesome. Thank you very much for today. Thanks, Alicia. There is Alicia Donald, uh, apprentice on the way up. And, yeah, she's getting a few good opportunities uh, well, closer to Brisbane, which is a good sign. And, yep. uh, you know, over the coming months, uh, her claim, I'm sure, will be uh, taken advantage of. No doubt about that. Okay, let's take a quick break now. When we come back on the other side, we're going to find some winners for the weekend. We're going to have a focus on the Gold Coast meeting and we'll get JD up. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download and it is tipping time. And we have Jonathan Davies online. He is, uh, well, apparently he tipped up a storm last week. I don't remember. Well, you weren't here, Sammy. So it was just JD and myself and I didn't even write down the tips, but he's telling us off air that he did. I can't remember what they were, but I believe him. He's JD, an honest man. does that mean your pockets are full? Pockets are full. I think What's three, new? One was scratched and the other two got the cash. So it was good. Oh, boom. Wow. And nothing odds on, Sam. Well, so well, yeah. uh, we'll, tell, okay. we'll tell the listeners, our loyal listeners, that uh, there's been a rule made. JD's put his foot down and said, uh, no odds on, Pop. So I've got to change my tips uh, already. Um, so, and... Chris Nelson and I actually had a team meeting before we started this morning and we said we are going to concentrate on keeping count on. Yes. We're, we're going to keep a tally for the new season. We had a bit of a break and now we're back. Uh, so we're going to keep a tally on you going forward. I'm, While I'm sitting here, I'll open up a uh, new Excel spreadsheet and I will. You put love them a in. spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. Don't mind the odd spreadsheet. Very organised <laughs> as opposed to me who comes in stumbling hey. along. So, okay, let's go for our tips for this week and the Gold Coast. I am going race one, number two, I'm Pinker. I have seen this trial at Rockhampton. This is a rocket, this thing. It is that fast. Uh, my concern is, is it going to be able to run 1,050 metres? But it's, uh, well, it's run 1,050 before, hasn't it? So it's, it'll, did it win? It did last time around, yeah. So. Oh. It's, but in its trial, it was like seven in front, eight in front in a 900-meter trial. It was just going like a rocket. So surely this is going to be too fast at the Gold Coast. Okay. Race one, number two. Boom. Yep. JD. Uh, I'm going Gold Coast race seven, number four, Grinsinger Knight. Uh, it was a really good win last time. It it's trialed well before that on the poly, so it should handle the track no issue. One on the Sunshine Coast poly, it broke its maiden by 10 lengths on the poly there. So track holds no fear, it'll be on pace. I think the main danger, Tarek, will be, um, be a little bit sort of worse in midfield probably from the barrier, unless they push forward. Um, but I think it's a good bet, Tarek, probably favourite, so happy to be on Grimsing and I. And I will go race three, number three, Corf, 
Corfe Castle, a horse that I, I do like. Uh, and all those three we've tipped will all be up on the speed, all probably lead. So uh, we are hoping that that polytrack does play on pace. Now to the sunny coast where I was tipping steady ready and I am not, al- I am not allowed to tip steady ready. So I am going race eight, number three, last chance. And I think you can get this at about $15. Uh, so hopefully today's the day for last chance. Jimmy Byrne on board. I'm going uh, race seven. I was really keen on Mission of Love, but she's come out. Uh, I think Red Top is a really good bet in this race, as long as he settles, and hopefully Kyle Wilson-Taylor can find a bit of cover. If he does that, I think he'll be too good for this lot. Um, And he's $10, so good price. What was that one again, JT? Uh, Red Top. Race? Race seven, number four, Red Top. Oh, I've written it down. Okay. Uh, I am going. You've got race seven, number four at the Sunshine Coast and the Gold Coast. That's pretty good. Ooh. Oh, really? Freaky. Freaky. It is. <laughs> Woo. Uh, I've gone race three, number two, Sailor. I think Sailor's a moral. Moral this afternoon at the Sunshine Coast. He's just better than those. He maps well, and he's a horse that's in form and with plenty of upside. So race three, number two, Sailor. Uh, nationally, I am heading to Mooney Valley, race four. Number three, Bistro. It was $2.40 uh, this morning. And I think from the good gate, should be winning. So uh, it's only a small field. Surely it can just jump and control it. That'll be a good spot to be. It's It'll be too fast. Bistro. Don't mind it. Don't mind uh, heading <laughs> to the Bistro. <laughs> JD? Uh, Natalie, I'm heading back to the Sunshine Coast. Actually. Oh. Race nine. Race nine, number nine, Fast Coney. Uh, still in the black. Um, I think it's just incredibly well placed. I do worry about it stringing two together, but uh, I just can't find anything to beat it. So I'm happy to be with it. Happy to be with it as well. I am going to Rose Hill. Race four, number nine, Handsome. Uh, Really impressed me winning at Tari. I know Tari's a long way from Rose Hill, but here's another horse that's uh, on the up, plenty of upside, and was nominated for the race... Race two at the Sunshine Coast today, but have they've decided to stay in Sydney or New South Wales? Race four, number nine, Handsome. I think he'll run really well. You little beauty. There is our tips. Chris Nelson has uh, put them down, and we will have the scores uh, for next week and going forward. Thanks, JD. All the best for the weekend. All the best. Thanks, guys. Thanks, JD. There what was is. yours again, Sam, in uh, Mooney Valley? Uh, was it's race four, number three, Bistro. Okay. I think uh, it will be winning. Now, tips, Chriso, for the Gold Coast on the poly track. Race number one, I'm going number two. I'm Pinker, as I uh, have already highlighted. Very fast horse. They won't catch it. Justin Judd Stanley on board. Race two, number four, Pivotal Motion. This is going for two in a row. Andrew Spinks on board. Another leader. Another leader. I think it can jump and be too sharp. It's won at the Gold Coast before. Obviously not on this track, but on the uh, on the uh, grass track. Then I am going for race three, number one. Where's TK now to go three in a row? But I, I know that you're you are pretty keen on uh, number three, Corf Castle. I am. I think Corf Castle will be first out. First home. Okay. One. On to race four. I am with number one, Elziano for Dale Groves. Uh, Toowoomba horse, 
Paul Hambo Hamblin on board, one of the hardest working jockeys in the land. I think this will be getting the money. It'll be effective at the trip. Uh, and Hambo knows his way around the Gold Coast. So uh, Heavyweight give, jockey, isn't he? He is yeah. a heavyweight jockey and uh, can be seen riding over the obstacles too. Yeah. Uh, race five, number five, Capitil. The Glenn Thornton Jag Guthrie Chester. Uh, this has been knocking on the door. It hasn't won for a while, but it's been about the money of late. Race six, number two, you're too good. Yvette Lewis takes three kilos off. Drawn the one gate. Casey Fogden trains. Uh, hopefully this can be stepping up and winning. And then race seven, number three, Roaring Thunder. Uh, Dale Groves and Paul Hambo Hamblin going for them to have a bubble. soapy bubble. Yes. Uh, I think this horse is in really good form. It's been well placed, actually. It's got a bit of upside to it, uh, this Sebring horse, and yeah, I think it'll be hard to beat. Okay. I'll take your word for that. So you're expecting this poly track to play on pace, aren't you? I would have thought so. Yeah, I would have thought so. But as I always say, if you jump out and go nine to the furlong, well, naturally, they're going to come come from behind. So yep. with a yep. fair and reasonable tempo, uh, an even tempo, yeah, I would think it'll, it will play on pace. And it was interesting to hear Alicia saying that she'd heard there's there's more kickback on it's this, stickier. this track. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So um, we often see that with the, the track uh, down at Pakenham, don't we? I think it's the one that has the most kickback yep. as opposed to the Ballarat one or vice versa. I'm, I'm not even sure now. Uh, it's... it's uh, it's a real horses for courses thing, isn't it? It is. Like, We've got horses up at the sunny coast that have like won three or four there and others that just can't go a yard. So there you go. All right. Well, that is us done and dusted for uh, this week. First show back. First show back for me. 2023. And... Oh, no, it is for you. Yeah. Second show back overall. That's right. Yeah. Second yeah. show back. Yeah. Cohen, yourself and JD did an outstanding job last we week. We did too. But... Uh, looking forward to uh, getting back to racing at Toowoomba, which will be not too far down the track after their big meeting, uh, Next King week? of the Mountain. That that was um, obviously huge. a huge highlight. And Paul Reedy was on talking about it last week, wasn't yeah, he? he uh, was. It was a, a massive event, massive highlight. Great result too, by the way. Yeah. A horse that we both have a big opinion of. And what about his run in the uh, Guineas? Oh, the he never oh. travelled, did he? For one uh, second in that, and then 50 metres out, I thought he's going to win. He's yeah. going to still win. And then great $30 shot comes That horse, this. dead set, just gives 120%, probably 200%. It's, yep. uh, and that's what you want to say. He's a serious horse. And won't surprise me if he goes down south and wins a big one. Uh, he's a good horse, that's for sure. All right, enjoy your weekend, putters. Thanks for joining us on the Darling Download.